Hello everyone, welcome to The Valibor. We are so happy to have you. My name is Jordan and I am with my two brothers, Steven and Justin. Say hello guys. What up? What's up? Yo, yo, yo. We are so glad to finally get this thing rolling. It's been a dream that's been in our heart for a long, long time. Steven, do you Amen. want to kind of tell a little bit, kind of a bit of our heart behind the podcast with the with the listeners? We want to just kind of come right up front with our heart. Absolutely. Thanks, Jordan. Everybody, hello. My name is Steven. Me and Jordan are twins. For you, those of you who are joining us very first time, don't even know who we are. I know we have a lot of friends and family listening to this. Again, thank you everyone for hanging out with us. This podcast aims to speak about our lives, general life, sharing the word of God, and we want to talk about Jesus. Like These are the three main things we want to focus on and just go after. And Justin, did you want to add anything to that, bro? No, I, I think you covered it all. Yeah. I mean, I guess other than just my name's Justin. I'm these two dudes' older brother. Well, yeah, we've no, been. No, no, I'm definitely the oldest. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And, and the tallest. It's all true. It's, it really is. Yeah, the, the, other, the other both pipsqueaks. It's definitely, <laughs> it's always been a thing. I've always taken them on, always will yeah. be able to take them on. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, he beats us in the fight. Listen, every man, time. I, I work out, okay? <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I do not. Okay, moving on. Um, <laughs> yeah, so guys, so yeah. let's go and focus on here. So we want to open up quick just about each of us. So those yes, of you who yes. are joining us don't even know us. Jordan, yeah. can you share a little bit about what you do for a living? Yeah. Like, you don't have to say your location, but, you know, obviously we're all live in Tennessee. But I can kind of just share, share like the brief, brief, you know, brief about yourself, bro. Yeah, Absolutely. Uh, so a little bit of background for me. I am currently a worship pastor and also a songwriter um, and self-publisher as well. Uh, let's learn, actually learn how to do that this year and uh, live in the U.S. of A. And are very blessed, love the Lord. And uh, I'm obviously a brother to these two amazing men of God as well. Oh, shut up. You're just so sweet. Justin, <laughs> can you share a little bit about yourself, sir? <laughs> Yeah, my name's Justin. Live here in Tennessee as well. I am a civil engineer and been doing it for about seven years now. So been enjoying that job. I I work in the construction side of things and yeah, enjoy enjoy what I do. Enjoy what I do. All I'm gonna say is you are a genius, bro. <laughs> for everyone who doesn't know, I literally wanted to be a civil engineer when I was in high school. So Again, my testimony is next podcast, so we'll talk about that later. But hey, everyone, my name's Steven. I am currently doing a lot of things. So for the current church I'm at, I am employed as a contractor, as a church administrator, and I'm also working in the media department. So that goes for production, everything, sound, anything you can think of, video editing. I do I do it all. Um, I also do a little live streaming on the side as a um, very small YouTuber of uh, Lord of the Rings game called Battle for Middle Earth. Shout out to any of my Rangers joining and listening on this podcast. So those, selfless plug. And, the, <laughs> and then, and then, don't forget that I'm also <laughs> full time in school learning cloud computing with Western Governors University. I am currently taking a class for AWS. So I am a over halfway, I would say I'm comfortably around 75%-ish done. But again, these classes take a little bit of time. So it's just a lot of information and in IT technology. My main main um, goal, guys, and focus is to be able to, number one, work remote, support my family, be with my family, 
and then also um, do some type of cloud administration job is my future hope. So there's a little bit about me. Justin, I just wanted to like go and send this right back to you, bro. I know you have a hobby. I know you didn't share it. Can you please share about this little hobby that you have? I don't know if I want to share it. It's okay. <laughs> we can leave it a mystery. <laughs> It'll make people no, come back. Um, I, 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 I do some similar stuff to Steven where I have been, I'm an aspiring gaming YouTuber. I'm a, just, I really just play some Lord of the Rings games. I'm a huge Lord of the Rings nerd, token nerd. Love the books, love the films. Yes. I've Shout always out. been a big, big fan. Um, yes. And so, but yeah, I, I play some of the video games too, and I post the videos up on YouTube. Um, yeah, you, you may or may not have heard of me. My uh, my name on YouTube is Ironfoot Champion. So whoop, whoop. check it out if you haven't. Yeah, hashtag shameless plug. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. Beautiful. Beautiful. Boom, bada bang. And just to reiterate, this to not confuse any of the listeners, Again, Justin is legitimately the oldest. I was just giving a hard time. He is the oldest. And Steve and I are twins, fraternal <laughs> twins. I thought that was important to mention uh, before we dived in. Uh, you can call me younger. That's cool. I'm good with that. I hit I hit 30 this year, and it's weird. Crazy, man. You really are old. old it's, it's weird. Oh, it's man. Oh, gosh. Growing up. <laughs> Life. You're not, you guys aren't too far off. <laughs> oh, gosh. Here we go. And, oh, this is a big year for me, man. I'm, I'm hitting it this year, bro. I'm proud. <laughs> We've officially been living on the earth for, what do you call it, a, a quarter of our lives. Or a quarter of 100 years. Because oh, I don't want to oh, say man. I'm going to die at 100. You know, I want to I want A quarter of a century. Thank yes, you, Justin. That sounds great. Yes. <laughs> a quarter of a century. Yeah. Had to find the words. Had to find the words. <laughs> And uh, no quarter-life crisis for me. Life is great, quite great. <laughs> well, with that all being said, everybody, <laughs> we're going to move into our next segment here. This is a really special part where we get to share testimonies. And Jordan, here, um, the man, is going to be starting by sharing his testimony. Justin and I have prepared some questions, and we're so excited to hear his story. Jordan, take us away, bro. Sidebar, you know, Jordan also used to be a streamer. So he has some of these habits that'll come out as he speaks and you know if he if he drops you know uh, how you do in chat or something like that when he's talking just just know that you know he, he's, he's still he's still working his way out of that but i don't know what you're talking about that's totally <laughs> not true he has done it on a sermon when i didn't preached. stream for two years that's that's not that's nope don't know what anyone's two talking and a half to. don't have a youtube channel I just, I just throw that in there and youtube yeah <clears throat> anyway uh, but thank you, Stephen. I'm really excited to share a bit of my testimony with y'all. I know Stephen, Justin, obviously you've heard it, but really excited to share it uh, a bit more of it today. And I mean, man, as I was kind of praying about how to start this off, I mean, I really, really just comes to where where I met Jesus. Uh, and obviously, my parents. Uh, well, not obviously, for those of you who don't know me, but. My parents are pastors. They were children's pastors for me growing up. And so the Lord was always a part of all three of our lives growing up. And uh, it was always a value. And I think for a lot of, we call we call pastors kids PKs. Uh, it's always been a nickname uh, in the church, if you're not familiar with that. So we were all PKs here. And a big thing is PKs, not a lot of pastors kids can either, they're either really rebellious or they have something going on or they're really good. It's like, there's like, kind of like, you never really know what you're going to get <laughs> with pastors kids. Uh, but honestly, we were really we were really blessed growing up. Like our parents really loved us well. Um, they really loved the Lord well. Uh, cannot thank them enough for just all that they poured into us and invested in us. And so I'd say it was definitely inspired 
my relationship with the Lord was definitely inspired by my parents knowing the Lord and then watching my older brother, Justin, and my older sister. We do have an older sister. Um, her name is Debran. She's amazing. And um, she's happily married. I, I just want to say this, and this we'll, we'll talk a bit more about how family impacts your growth in, in, in relationship with Jesus. But I just want to say like what their investment in me as a young, as a young, as a young boy at that time was so huge. And so having siblings that don't look down at you and just love you and cheer you on, uh, it just means so much, especially even in their own immaturity as they're growing up, you know, but still having those values of like, we love the Lord, we love you. It, it was so precious. And that's something we'll dive in more into uh, later today. But just wanted to mention that that's like, kind of like my foundation was definitely rooted in, in the family. And so the first time I really encountered the Lord uh, or received into my heart was actually at Arrowhead Stadium in Missouri. Uh, we here are Kansas City Chiefs fans, hardcore my blood is red, uh, and it will stay red for the rest of woot, my woot. life. Uh, mm-hmm. So, uh, man, dude, Pat Mahomes slaying out uh, Super Bowl champions. Uh, what a what a joy that's been to watch. But uh, some of y'all just just left the podcast when I said that. Uh, so I, I do apologize. Please stay. Uh, please stay. Unapologetically, <laughs> love the Chiefs, man. Actually, they were having like a conference there. From what I remember, I was like six years old, maybe five. I was young, and my dad took me down to the we actually got to go down the field they had like this big worship stage and my dad looks at me he's like hey do you want to receive jesus into your heart and i just i just as a kid you just you don't really know but you just feel like this peace right like a kid as a kid your heart's pure right like you're untouched really by the world and all the craziness that's going on right um because my parents like fairly like we weren't crazy sheltered but we were decently sheltered right like they really protected us and and covered us as, as their kiddos and so coming into that like my heart just felt peace and i was like yeah i think i really do want to receive Jesus in my heart. Like he died for me. And okay, I think as a kid, you don't know the, me- how, how the measure of what it costs for when someone dies for you, but you just know, like Jesus loves me. Like that's, that's cool. Right. As a kid. And so that's kind of where I started out. I received my, the Lord that day. Uh, and from that time on, I just really want to know how do I connect with Jesus? Like, because my dad always taught us as we're growing up, like it's not a religion, it's a relationship. It's knowing Jesus. It's actually knowing this this person who, who who wants to talk to you, who you can actually hear. And I remember growing up in high school and middle school, whenever I told kids I could hear Jesus, they thought I was crazy. Like it was like, I don't know if anyone else can relate with that, uh, but they're like, what? Like you hear Jesus? Like it was as if like you were some holy kid or holy man or something like they'd freak out. Um, they're like, oh, well, tell me, tell me what he's saying right now, right? They, they want to get like a rise out of you. And I'm like, well, that's not exactly how it works. <laughs> um, it's like telling, like, I wouldn't just go tell Steve and my brother to be like, hey, tell me something right now. Like, it's just it's weird, man. Like, you don't do that, right? That's kind of like where it started. Before I continue, do you guys have anything kind of share about kind of the family and kind of also what was your guys' experience kind of growing up in middle school and high school when you mentioned just like, Lord, like, yeah, I talked to Jesus. I have a relationship and I want to dive a little bit of how that kind of grew. But I mean, it really was just like, yeah. you know, parents playing worship music in the, in the, in the house, right. You just begin to like really seek it out yourself, right. You kind of get that curiosity. It's where it started, but I'm going to give you guys, Justin, Steven, a minute, if you guys want to say something. Yeah. So I was just going to quickly add and talk about this brief story we had in the cafeteria and when we were in high school, both Jordan and I, we were going through a lot in that time. We were teenagers. Like I imagine you all can think of multiple things a teenager would be, you know, struggling through. And one of the big things for us was we were very, very careful in our language. So we literally had a table of guys that had this understood concept of like, okay, we're going to honor these PKs and not cuss or use vulgar language or inappropriate language around them. And guess what? 
it still happened, but it came to a point of us getting to know these guys and building the, the relationship with them and them understanding why we live that way, why we chose to live that way. And they ended up actually respecting us more. Now it also helped because I played football at the time, but I do want to add off of that story was with Jordan was I was going through and you guys will hear about this more into the next episode is the way I heard of the Lord was different than Jordan. I saw my brother to be completely honest. I was like, is my brother crazy that he's like so creative thinking with how the Lord speaks to him? Or am I just being left out of this whole thing? So I, just, I had to add it. I had to add it. Cause I was like, how does he hear this? But I'm like hearing crickets over here, you know? Uh, and we'll dive that definitely in another podcast is about hearing the Lord and, and how, indiv- how is it, how is individuals that we hear God differently um, in some ways, similar um, in similar ways, but there's definitely that, that like God speaks to all of us in different ways. Um, and especially growing up as a kid, you know, depending on your make, like, Steven, you're a very, very, uh, you're very mental, right? You really, really think things through as, as, as like you just said, I'm more of a creative and a creative type. And so the Lord really used my imagination, um, to really speak to me and encounter me uh, just through pictures, colors, um, simple words. And, and that's kind of what began to build my relationship and trust and, and faith in him. And, and Justin, did you want to share anything on, on your end, bro? Oh yeah. It, for, for me growing up, it was a little different because most I didn't really go to public school until like eighth grade. So growing up, mostly in middle and grade school was all uh, a private school. So it was a little bit more um, like minded folks. It was a little different. And then when I kind of decided when I ended up going to public school during eighth grade, it was a big culture change for me. But it was also really good for me just being able to learn how to still be, be myself and be who I was and be who I was. Um, you know, raised to be, but then, I, but I also know I just I had, you know, it, that also for me made it a little difficult for me to make friends, um, just because I was just so polar opposite from so many people, and so it was, and and, I, and I'm just more of a well, you're not like, well, you're, a, you're like hey, introvert. No, oh, you're not introvert, yeah, but. well, no, I I, I am I, honestly, I, honestly, I am pretty introverted. And especially growing up, I mean, it's 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 been different now, but growing up, I really, really was. And mm-hmm. so it was always really hard for me to kind of get over that that hump. But um, and then I just when people would ask me to do stuff and all that kind of things, if it just wasn't something I wasn't on board with, I just wouldn't do it. And so which, you know, led it led to me sometimes being a little stand some for, for some people being a little standoffish. Um, but, uh, also, you know, I, there was lots of people who I really got to minister to and I got to love on yeah. and, um, you know, just being myself and just the way I did it. And, and, and similar to like what Steven said, there's, there's people who came to respect that of me and it kind of was able to, you know, we were able to have better connection, better, uh, friendships, all that kind of stuff. But, and then for me, the other big thing too, was playing football. Um, just cause I was a big guy, I was athletic. Um, you know, it, it, it was, it, it, it was a lot easier to kind of get involved in something, um, because of football, if, right, if I didn't right. have football, it would have been, it probably would have been a lot different. And so sure. I, I'm very, very thankful for that. For sure. And I think just like, as you were sharing, man, what really stuck out to me as well, is just, it, there, there was a cost, right? There was a cost to walking out your faith, who you are as a person, right? What you've been raised to be. And and I, I totally forgot that you were in private school till eighth grade. Like I didn't actually register that until today, yeah. honestly. Because um, Steve and I, we were we were uh, in a public school. I mean, yeah, most young, of man. the time, yeah, most um, of the time. And uh, and so we got 
we had, you know, we kind of had to adapt quick, you know, but we already had you as like a good example, you know, you and Deb ran. So it was like less intimidating somehow, you know? Yeah. And so, yeah, I mean, this, the, like you said, this is the cost uh, of just walking, walking with the Lord, walking in faith. And I, I, I mean, this is more of an encouragement to anyone listening and maybe who has kids or and I, I'm not a parent, but just the value of encouraging each other and our, and our kids, future generations, like you got to stand on your faith as you're growing up. That's um, good. It's so easy to just fall into what everyone else is doing. Uh, but again, like getting in, involved in athletics actually can be a really healthy thing. Um, even though you're going to be exposed to some things, uh, cause you know, <laughs> things happen in that locker room. Uh, but needless to say, like it pushes you as, as a young person to really grow, right. To, to dig in within yourself, to find out who you really are. Um, I think people can get sheltered a little bit too much. And I think, you know, I respect our parents for really trusting us. They had to, they had to trust us to go into the public schools and those, those atmospheres and trust God for one, they trusted God for us and then trusted us. And I just want to, again, just highlight that, uh, just that it took trust on their end and prayers. Like I'm sure there were so many prayers. Mom and dad be going there and just praying for us like, Lord, please, you know, <laughs> like, please get Justin home safe. Um, <laughs> you know, it's just like these, these thoughts and, and these feelings, you know, that, that are so real uh, growing up. And so anyway, we're going to we're we'll dive more into that. Definitely more probably another podcast, but I just wanted to lightly cover that. Just growing up in the public school, growing up in that atmosphere and how it affected us. But man, like I feel like it really shaped, at least it shaped me. I felt like, and I know it shaped you guys of just who we are as men today. I'm really glad I would not share going to public school for the world because it taught me how to stand up as a man. Yep. It taught me how to walk in confidence yeah. in spite of what other people thought and what came in the root of that. Uh, this kind of goes in my, this goes with my testimony is guys, I want to brag on dad a little bit. Uh, oh boy, here we and go. Of course, mom, we love mama. <laughs> we'll talk about mama. We're all, we've always got to brag about mama too, but dad, he really instilled to us in sons. And I want you guys to share, uh, share, you know, share a little bit about this as well, but he really highlighted us in sons is like, guys, you guys got to walk confidently. You are yours, man. Like you are my sons. That is enough. The Lord loves you. You have Jesus living inside you. You have nothing to prove. Like go be who you are like be who God created you to be. And of course you're still discovering that as a young man, but you know, like what's right. Because when you're young, like something in you is telling you this is right. This is wrong. Like, you know what I mean? And we really were trained to follow that, uh, to walk, to do our best, to do the right thing. We wanted to do the right thing. Like, like for me as a, as the youngest in the family, I am technically the youngest. Steven's five minutes young, old, excuse me, older than me. You know, I had a big brother, Justin, who who's walking it out. Right. Justin, you were, you were a really awesome big brother, man. And and not to say that you were perfect anyway. No, no, no one, no one it was, but dude, the way you love Steven and I, the way you walked a life out, like you just were so loving, man, especially in high school and middle school. Like you would allow us to hang out with all your friends, man. And they'd be like, dude, why are your two little brothers here, man? They're like kind of annoying. And, and they're like, and you just be like, dude, those are my two brothers, man. Like yep. if you have a problem with it, you can leave. But right now this is their house. And <laughs> yeah, once it gets mm -hmm. late, they know they got to go upstairs and hang out with the parents. But right now they're my brothers, dude. So, and yep. it's just like, but it instilled into me like this code of honor, right? Like, oh, like honor doesn't go beyond age. Like it doesn't matter how old you are. And just like, that's just an example of just the honor that was instilled to us and what our dad taught us of just like fight for each other, honor, like honor each other, fight for honor. Honor is important, right? Loving people is important. Valuing yourself is so important. Don't tear yourself down. And this, I'm going to say this is what the Lord's highlighting in my heart to share right now. My dad looked at me dead in the eye. I think I was like, gosh, I had to be 11 years old or something. <laughs> Maybe eight. I can't remember. But I remember you guys, dad. I always say this. Dad has like the hawk eyes, man. Like he locks eyes with you and you're just like lost in the gaze, man. Like he's piercing your whole, your soul with those eyes, man. And he's looking at me. He's just like, <laughs> son, 
if you allow self-pity in your life, you will die. <laughs> and I remember as a kid, I was like, <gasps> like I free, I had like a panic attack. Like, and hence that day, I was like, I will never feel bad for myself again. But he was so true. It was so right, man. Like, we have all these kids that feel so bad. That's why depression, anxiety is running rampant right now in our in our planet right now because they're missing. I, I wish uh, again. I think we need more men. I know that's so real, but say stuff like that. Like, hey, this will freaking kill you if you do not like take it to heart. Like for real. Like know who you are. Know that you're loved. Right. You have a king in heaven who loves you so much, and and yep. you know by God's grace, a friend Jesus. Right. As you grow a relationship with Him, so. I mean, that was a huge staple and that was like a huge encouragement to me. I'm like, I'm not feel bad for myself. I got to, I got to push forward, man. Like, and that gave me this tenacity, right? This hunger. I feel like that's something we share as brothers is this hunger and this tenacity to drive, to fight, um, to, to, to grow in life, to get better, to walk in honor, to walk in love. Right. And that's something I, I think we could all agree. Dad has, dad is one of the most just burning, uh, just, yeah, just one of like the most burning men of God. Like he's always hungry to, to grow and keep, and keep fighting, man, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, and just to add on to that, what you're saying is not only is it just, you know, not having the, 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 the self pity in yourself, but also realizing there's way more than just you, you know, yeah. this is, this is, there's, there's people's lives around you there, you know, we're, we're literally yeah. called to, um, go and make disciples of all the nations. I mean, we're called to reach out and to love people as Christians. That's our job, you know? And so realizing that it's not just you. And so that was one of the big changes for, I know for me when I was going from private to public school is that you can kind of get in this little shell and then realizing you need to get out of that shell. You need to realize there's people who need the love of Jesus and also who just, you just need to be good human beings to, you know, showing them love, showing them that you just care and realizing that there's so much more than just yourself. And it's, it's easy to get caught in that mentality and that hardship. And i Believe me, I'm I'm one of those people who I'm in I'm I'm in my head all the time, but still always trying to pull yourself out of that because it, it, you can get trapped. You really can get trapped. It's it's so real, man. It's and it's I, so I want to I want to throw this one verse in here because this is something I was reading, reading from yeah, come on. first first Tim, Timothy today. Literally, I had some time with the Lord. Bring the um, word of God. A man. specific <laughs> subject, okay, guys. Specific subject, and like this hit me. And for all of you young viewers, your teenager, your middle school. Um, you, you know, just l- listen to this. Be encouraged. This is First Timothy chapter 4. We're going down to um, verse 12. Let no one look down on you because you are young, but set an example for the believers in your speech, conduct, love, faithfulness, and purity. That spoke to me Long so man. much because I, I believe that God's calling a lot of people as young adults, me and Jordan's age, around that 24, 25, but also yeah. the younger generation. I'm, I'm talking 16s to 18s, like those high school age, that like God's putting them in specific leadership positions, like he has my brother as a worship pastor. He's just a great example. And that Lord's calling them to bring them to a new level of what I what one of my friends is talking about right now, and he's even wrote a book on it, is consecration. Is being okay to not follow the norm. Letting culture go its way, but you following Jesus is insane. I don't need what culture says. I need more of Jesus. So I want to just throw that obedient. in there. Yeah, come on. Yeah, just, just being obedient. It's huge. Yeah. yeah, and yeah, just one more thing that stuck out about all that we just shared, man, is like 
another thing dad instilled encouraging us is I think when you, when you receive Jesus into your heart, and this is just my conviction, when you receive Jesus into your heart, you become a leader in some way, shape or form. Like you are a son, you are a daughter, right? And something our dad just breathed into us. Like you are leaders. Like you ha- like walk like it, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. You are, you are Kings and Queens of the kingdom walk like it. Right. But like if you're a King or a queen, you got authority, right? There's a leadership that's on you, no matter how small, whether that leadership is just, I'm going to go love on this person or I'm just going to go be an example to do, to do what's right. Right. You know, like if it's just watching your language, you're watch, you're walking in purity. You're not going to curse. Right. Like that's showing people. You're not telling people, Hey, I don't curse. You're just going, I just don't do that. That's just not who I am. I'm just not going to do it, but you're being an example, right? You're leading. So it's like, you can lead in such small ways, but I think it's so important that again, we're, we, we realize again, we're leaders. Uh, and when mm-hmm. we receive God in our heart, like there's ways we can lead in such small ways that we're encounter people. And just like you said, Justin, like that people just need to be loved in small ways. And there's such small ways you can love and lead that will bring some major breakthrough in people's life. So good. And so, man, I think that was a little, a bunny trail there, but man, I think that was really good just to share. Uh, that was just yeah. burning on my heart. And so thank you guys for sharing your heart. Yeah. And, and so I think kind of right, going back to the, the testimony a little bit, uh, <laughs> oh, we, we, we're trying to watch our time here. We got, as we were growing up, where we just talked about middle school, family, uh, family high school, um, I'm going to kind of go to our uh, journey in a church. We basically lived uh, in Kansas City with the International House of Prayer for, for like until I was, until I was 11. Uh, Justin, you were there obviously lo- longer because you're older. It was like 10 uh, or 11, yeah. Yeah, and so yeah, it, it, yeah, and it was it was even before IHOP, yeah, yeah. Because so we yep. we were mm-hmm. there for a long time, and that definitely put a great investment in my heart of just the spirit of the Lord, the presence of God, learning to respect it, have reverence for it, absolutely. Um, and again, my dad being a children's pastor, getting to I was always kind of Steve and I were always kind of leaders <laughs> in the children's ministry because again we're the we're PKs, right? And so there was always like this, like, I want to learn more about God because I want to tell others, all these other kids, like about God, right? Like if I don't, if I don't, if I'm not hungry for it and I'm his son, how are they going to be hungry for it? Right? Like that just kind of hits your brain. And you're like, Oh, like I, I need to take this seriously, man. Like this is real. And, uh, and it was real to my dad, you know, and it is real to my dad. And that really, that really encountered me. You know, it, it, it does mean something when people around you in your life, take Jesus seriously, you know, mm. uh, more than just a Sunday morning. Uh, and so it's just like, that was a huge piece. And so from the inner South prayer, when we, when we were at about 10, 11, we moved to uh gray center. It's an awesome place in Tennessee. Uh, they're just phenomenal. Both churches are just phenomenal. We love them so much and still have friends to this day there. Um, and kind of going to me personally, when we moved, I was again, only 11, 12, when we moved to Tennessee and my father heard, if you go move to Tennessee for ministry, I'll bless you. If you stay in Kansas city, I'll bless you. Uh, he was doing snow removal at the time and was an awesome, awesome manager. Had a great, great spot in the company. The company loved him. He was making good money. And uh, he surrendered it all to go to ministry. The Lord was like, I'm not done with you. <laughs> I'm not done with you. And my dad and my mom, my mom, of course, being amazing, goes, "Hun, like, we got to, we got to go. Like, dad, like, God's not done with you, you know? Not God's not done with dad. And we just felt that. And so... Uh, Steve and I, of course, were just as kids. I remember Justin, all of us were like, we're moving to a new house. And then then you realize, wait, I'm leaving all my friends. Hold up. Wait a minute. This is not the deal that I thought I was negotiating. And so (laughs) we cried that entire day leaving. Oh, man. But our best friend, man. uh, Shameless plug. (laughs) Our best friend, Tobes, man. He came out to see us goodbye um, that day. That was that was special, man. We're still friends with that legend today. We're still friends with him. 
But man, uh, when we moved, I just remember for me, and this kind of goes, this rolls into my testimony of just, man, how hard it was to leave home and go to a new place. Like we felt so loved in the new church we were going to. So it wasn't, that wasn't necessarily a problem, but I didn't have my full confidence yet. I was still growing in that. Um, I was actually a little shy. Steven was actually super talkative. Like he'd talk your ear off back then. And if I liked you brass. as a person, I would start talking a bunch. I would talk your ear off too. Um, and so, but it took me time to really kind of just get comfortable um, and really be confident in who I was. And and part of that is the goes rolls the next part of the testimony is the atmosphere of Grace Center of that church that we were in. They constantly called us out of just like, oh, there's Jordan. What's up, man? You had you handsome young man. How you doing? And they just loved me. Like those small little comments had such <laughs> had dude. They they penetrated my heart, and I believed it. I'm like, man, I am a stud. I am loved. Like I am seen. <laughs> right? <laughs> like these small things, but man, like it really helped my identity of like, man, like I feel so seen. And there's something about being seen as a young man that just leaves Amen. a mark on you, man. Like for crying out yeah, loud. You know, and so I mean, as we're listening, whoever's listening to this right now, we just, I just encourage you. We encourage you, like, make sure you're living on the, loving on those young bucks, those young ladies, like, in purity and in love. Like, just love on them. Just like, hey, like, you look awesome. Hope you're doing amazing. Like, just love on them. Like, don't be weird about it, but love on them. Like, we need, we need people that can just love on on our young ones. Like, they need it, and it, it just so. It leaves a mark. It really does. And so yeah. I remember that just growing up, it left such a mark on me. And my dad being in children's ministry, uh, I guess I'll kind of roll into how I got into worship. Um, and gosh, there's so many encounters I could share about growing up. And so I'm just kind of kind of again tonight. Today is just kind of kind of giving giving it simply um, as we can. We'll go we'll go deeper later. Um, I'm sure in all of our distant testimonies, you guys will hear different stories in our lives. But what got me going in worship? I actually had been begging my dad. I, I've always had this yearning to play guitar. Like ever since I was a little kid and sing, I would sneak downstairs. And this was actually back in, uh, IHOP days in Kansas city. We'd, I'd sneak downstairs. We had this big basement. It was huge. I'd sneak down and I would just start singing. Like I would just, I, I wouldn't be a song that was written. I would just start singing my own songs to God. Um, I just wanted to sing to him. It just was like a yearning in my heart. And then I was like, man, I started seeing these people play the guitar and I'm like, I want to learn how to play guitar. And I tried to beg my dad, but he just didn't have time. He was really busy with work, and there's so much grace with that, 100%. I need to um, butt in here. I'm going to say, yeah. if you have a child, a young adult, you know, a college student, whatever, yeah. you know, and they're in their room playing a guitar that's made out of cardboard, <laughs> there's something in them. And they need that real instrument. Okay, I just had to throw that in there. So, he, yeah, he's getting out, he's getting out on uh, yeah, a little bit of the testimony. So I want to play guitar so bad. That I literally made a duct tape and cardboard guitar with rubber bands and pieces of paper, just something that I could strum. I just wanted to strum something. I was so desperate that I made this thing and I put life on it because we're, we're, we were fighting for abortion and still are against abortion, excuse me, fighting against abortion and just had a big life piece of tape on. I was so proud of it. I was like, oh yeah, this is so cool. I thought I was so awesome. And hilariously enough, I wish I'd had a picture of it, but it's just like literally this guitar with paper and rubber bands and I would just strum and strum. And before I even picked up a guitar, I already knew how to strum. Like it was naturally in me. God had a heartbeat for worship, for music in me. Uh, and so I had begged my dad, didn't have time. And actually one day he did. Uh, he, we sat down. It was, I remember we were in the back porch. He has the guitar. He's like, I'm going to teach you four chords. I'm going to teach you how to play Let It Rain. Let it rain, right? 
let it rain. And uh, my dad gives me this guitar and he's like, all right, this is E minor, C, G, D, right? The basics. And man, I played those chords until my fingers broke. (laughs) Yeah. I sang Let It Rain until I couldn't sing it no more. And I still sing it today. And um, I remember I would just play those chords and I would start singing my own song to Jesus. Like I was just hungry, man. Like it's this, and all I can say is how do you get that hunger? It's the grace of God. Like God just, he was in our house. He was in our family. And he just put this deep hunger in me for him. Like ever since I was, ever since I can remember, I just really wanted to know the Lord and just love him. Like I just love singing to Jesus. It was just something in me that I can't necessarily explain. It was something I was just born with. And so as time goes on in children's ministry, my dad invites me actually to start leading the kids. Um, And at that point I was about in youth group to start actually leading worship for the kids. And I'm going to tell y'all that was the most terrifying thing of all time, because y'all who are listening, you know, kids are going to tell you the truth. Okay. They're going to tell you (laughs) if you suck or if you're good. Okay. So that was like like the breaking point of my, like of my, (laughs) of like my worship and music. Like, I'm like, I think I can do this. I think I got a good voice, right? You're coming up there. And I had like that Bieber (laughs) cup back then. Right. Oh Oh, man. Justin, you played the djembe, man. Remember dude? You played the djembe, dude? I remember. remember. There was this one time, this is a smite bunny show, but we had a five man, freaking Jim Bay line and it was the most glorious moment. It was at Boom Camp, dude. It was glorious. You remember that? It was, it was fun. That was, was a good time. Boom Camp was a uh, a summer child, a kid's camp for the ch- children's ministry guys and it was just like phenomenal. We had worship and I think it was actually, I think it might have been my, our brother-in-law, Nick, brother in love, uh, who is phenomenal, which we are definitely going to have on this podcast sometime. Uh, just, I'm actually about to talk to him about, about well, talk about him in a minute here. Um, he was actually playing. I think he was leading and all of us were just on <laughs> just going after and worship, man. So definitely encourage y'all get, get a gym line going. It'll get the kids right into it. Um, True. <laughs> so transferring from being terrified to worship in front of these kids after doing it again and again, uh, just began to grow in it. Uh, a man, an amazing man named Bo- Buzz. Uh, I'm not gonna say his full name, but his name is Buzz. He's just an awesome man of God sees actually me and Steven uh, and goes, do you guys want to learn more about music? He actually, we find out he actually had done tons of record albums and just so tons of, he has tons of experience in the music industry, just literally hand sent by God. Um, and basically takes us under his wing and starts teaching us how to play as a band, teaches Steven bass, teaches me more about, um, a little bit more about guitar. But before I go further, I'm not going to rewind. As I learned more, how did I learn more guitar? It was actually our <laughs> brother in love, Nick, yep. this legend, um, starts dating my sister and I meet him and just hate it off. I just fall in love with this man. I'm not going to lie to you guys. I, I, if, as much as a young kid can fall in love with a, a right? Like a, just a, a, a legend, a legendary man of God. That was it. Like, I was just like, this guy is so cool. He plays acoustic guitar. Like he loves my sister. He's super nice. Like he's so fun to be around. He's a cool right? guy. Like, He's awesome. Justin tries to intimidate him. It's hilarious. I love it. <laughs> like, I love this guy. And he's a, he also is like a huge survival guru. Like there's nothing this man can't do. Like literally in my head, that, literally. Was, that yep. was Nick. I'm like, he just walked on water and still does for the record to this day. I love him so much. And long story short, he just sees, like, I, I actually, my parents had given me this little classical guitar for Christmas and he just sees this fire in me and he goes, dude, I'll teach you guitar. And I'm like, are you serious? Like he's not even guys, he's not even married to my sister. He's dating her. Okay. And he's already in college for ministry, learning about worship. And he's amazing at guitar. And he's like, dude, I'll, I'll teach you, man. And he teaches me over like FaceTime on a Mac. 
And oh my gosh, it was like Lily again, a hand sent from the Lord. Who, what kind of boyfriend, okay, a man of God, I'll put it that way, takes time to take care of his, right, his girlfriend's little bro who lives actually in another state from him to teach him worship and how to play, how to play the guitar. Like, holy cow, it was by the grace of God. And I, I just, I thank him again and again for what he invested me in that season. And then I, again, like that guy I mentioned before, amazing man of God who poured into Stephen and I so much and can't just thank him enough. And that, that really honestly spearheaded into who I am today as far as I started leading worship for the youth group. And then before I knew I was leading worship for young adults and just constantly just knowing that that who was who I was and who I am, uh, as just where I really believe the Lord's heart was for me to be, but being like, all right, Lord, like I really need you to lead and guide me uh, in, in the journey of worship leading. And so do we have time to go more? Cause there's a whole nother spot and uh, I might put a pause on the testimony right now. Dude, Jordan, this is really good stuff. Guys, if you're interested in hearing more about my brother's testimony, please let us know. Um, we're going to have some connect info to you guys once we get all this stuff going. So we're going to go and transition here, Jordan. Last five minutes here, guys, because what's important about these podcasts that we really want to bring together is we want the meat of this is to be encouragement, the Bible, and Jesus in our lives. So again, I'm going to be sharing my testimony next week, and that's going to jump into more of even Jordan and, Je and my older brother, Justin, that's with yes. us here. And through that, Jordan, I know you wanted to say something here at the end, but I wanted to um, ask Justin to butt in here real quick. Justin, was there anything that you wanted to add for closing into this, like our first podcast? No, nothing in particular. I, I mean, this has been great talk. It's been awesome how hearing Jordan's testimony and us be able to talk about a few things and just really what this the heart of this podcast is, which is just to be talking about life and Jesus and how he has affected and blessed our lives and Amen. Um, doing what we can just to, uh, to j just tell that story more. All of us have a story to tell. And, you know, a big part of that, a big part of this podcast is just telling our story to then hopefully be able to hear other people's stories as well. Yes. So, yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So we, we lightly covered, I mean, we covered some good stuff today and uh, there's so much more to share our testimony. And so we'll definitely, I'll be able to share a bit more in the future, but I hope you guys were encouraged and, and, and enjoyed just us sharing our heart. We shared a little bit of our heart today and then I just shared a little bit of my testimony. There's so much more, uh, of course. And I can't wait just to hear Stephen, what you have to share where we go with that. Yeah. Thank you so much everyone again for joining us and we will see you next time. And until then live to honor. Live to love. Live to persevere. We'll see you next time, y'all.